Okay, we are in Sefer Amos, Perek Vav, Pasuk Aleph, Hoi Hashaninim B'Tzion V'Habotchim Bahar Shomron. And so this Nevoah is directed both to B'nai Yisrael and to Yehuda. Um, it is still before the invasion of Sancheriv that carries away the 10 northern tribes and certainly quite a bit of time before Yehuda is destroyed uh, by Nebuchadnezzar and led into Golos in Bavel. So we begin. Woe to you, those who shananim, who dwell in tranquility, who in a sort of blissful ignorance, but Zion, Zion is synonymous with Yerushalayim, and you who are living in the security of Shomron, that is Samaria, the capital city of B'nai Israel, and both of them have not been destroyed, although in Shomron, in B'nai Israel's parts of it have already begun to be taken away. Nikve reshis hagayim uvoy lahem beis Israel. Nikve rosh hagayim, as Rashi puts it, is you heim bachru b'mishpatei hagoyim mishubach b'mishpatei hagoyim? These territories I'm talking about, Shomron uh, and Yehuda, were the uh, praised for their beauty by all the goyim. They were just acknowledged as just the absolutely beautiful territory. Ubalohem uh, beisi soil. But then, what did you do? You came and you imitated the lifestyles, the decadence of those Canaanite nations that had dwelled on there before, so that you despoiled the land yourself. You had nothing or no one to blame but yourself. Ibdu uh, Kalena says another, go to Kalena. Kalena would be a city in Bavel. Which is in, um, as Rashi describes it, it's Antioch, which was Syria, later Turkey. Go to Antioch. Or do Go to Gaz, the principal city, Gaza, as we know it, in the land of the Philistines. Ask the Navi, are they better? Uh, than anything you've got. In other words, you've got the most beautiful land of all. Uh, are their boundaries bigger or more abundant than yours? No. And it is I who have done it. It is I who have given it to you um, Miraculously, as, as the Radak says, without the sword, without battle, it is your, it gave it to you, it is the best you've had, and you've despoiled it. You have just ruined it with your behavior, as we're going to see. Haminadim liyomra vatigushun sheves chamas. You pay, haminadim liyomra, you pay no attention 
to the day of evil that is coming. I have prophesied it to you for generations. You just do not listen. It's fast approaching. Rather, um, rather what you are doing, you're sitting at the gates of your cities, perfecting a system of corruption, a system of legal unfairness, of uh, exploitation of the poor, instead of even paying attention to the destruction that's all around you. You lie languidly on beds of shame, ivory, which is um, one of the rarest of commodities, so it shows that you spare no expense in your pleasure. You lie back on your lounges or on your reclining um, sofas, you eat of the choicest fattened cows. You go in and take calves from the pen, the most inner pens, the best preserved. Um, and that the Navi is saying that what you are doing is just totally devoted to your own gashmias, to your own um, pursuit of pleasure. Um, the Navi and the Mepharshim say that you are on these beds, connote a, a sexual depravity, says the Radak. It is a, a lifestyle of total decadence, licentiousness, libidinous, meretriciousness, lecherousness that you have succumbed to. Uh, and the Radak goes into greater detail, which if you're interested, I suggest you, you, you follow that uh, because it is a terrible lifestyle that they have devoted themselves. Um, the Hapartim al-Piha Nebel Kedavid and what you have taken and appropriated for yourself is the music of the lute and the flute and the lyre. And you play it for your own edification, for your own joy in music. It has nothing to do with the Alboda and the Beis Hamikdash. And yet you delude yourself. You think of yourself as King David. Um, who does this, as, as Rashi says, the David was Lachem Shamayim, Ba'atu David did his psalms for the sake of the Mikdash, for gratification to the Kaddish Baruchu. Yours is just sheer joy in your own edification, your own uh, aggrandizement of your lifestyles. Hashosim b'mizrakei and you drink out of pitchers of wine. As Radak points out, you don't even drink out of the standard cups of wine, the more um, aristocratic. You drink out of these huge bowls of wine, as Radak describes it. They've got open-end spouts that you two, three people can drink at once, and you just consume it. You take the best of the fats, you take for yourself. And here is an interesting metaphor, literally, they pay no attention to the destruction of Yosef, their brethren. 
So that could mean, and that is teaching us, that we Jews have got to be pained, the Mephoshim say. We have to feel actual pain when our brethren are either in danger or being destroyed. Also, another shot given is there are those who have survived could not care less about what's happening to uh, Malchai Yisrael, uh, to the ten tribes, specifically Yehuda. There was an enmity, there's a total indifference, and they are just, they are not in pain over the brokenness of the tribes of the northern kingdom, and they will be punished for that. You will be led away at the head of, of the exiles. These arrogant, haughty banquets that you have given yourselves and that you are so immersed in will stop. It will just end. And what the problem here, of course, was is that Gashmius in itself is, as the Rambam puts it, there's a purpose to Gashmius. person can pursue certain material things, but it is a means. It is not an end in itself. It's a means to perfect yourself as a Jew. It could be as a means to give staka, to do chesed. You, the people of Israel and Yehuda, were pursuing Gashmius as an end, just as an end in itself. And that is what is bringing down the entire society. Nishra Hashem Elohim Benasho, a very heavy shvua. The Kodesh Baruch Hu has sworn by his name, Yom Hashem Elokates Va'os, Misa'ev Anochi Eska'on Yaakov Amunoseha Sanisi Behiskarti Ir Umaloa. That I hate, and that's a very strong uh, adjective. Um, I hate the Gon Yaakov, the splendor of Yaakov. Gon Yaakov, as Rashi interprets it, is the Mikdash itself. I have despised the Mikdash and what you've done with it and what it's become. The Armanoseha, the palaces of Yerushalayim, Sanesi, I hate. And I will destroy that city, and that city is Yerushalayim and its inhabitants thereof. And it will be such a total destruction of property and life that if ten men dwell in a house, ten individuals dwell in a house, they will all die. They will die of the plague, they will die by the sword. The Nasu Dodo Mesorpo Lahosias Mosin Habayas and they will have to be carried out. They're just corpses in the house. And the Nasu Dodo could mean literally their uncles, as Rashi explained. They have no one to bury them. There's no one to claim because the whole families will die. So relatives or outsiders come in to reclaim the bodies. To take out the bones in Habayas. And those who work the far end of the bias, they say, 
Ha'odimach, are there other corpses there? But Omar Efes, they say no, no one has survived. But Omar Haski Lola Hashem, and they say, whoa, that they, of course, there's no one to take them out, and we have to do it for proper burial. But it also means Kilola Hashem, that they didn't literally recall the name of the Kaddish They had no memory of it, they had no observance of it, and therefore that is their punishment. Ki hine Hashem mitzavev, he caught by his gadol. Kaddish Baruch Hu is going to destroy the bias hagadol, the Beis HaMikdash. Resisim v'habayis v'hakotan b'kiyim. An interesting uh, metaphor that I am going to make fragments um, the small ones of Abayas Hakatan Bekiyim and large ones in the small house. And that refers to Yehuda Yisrael. Yisrael, which was larger, I'm going to, punishment is going to be as we see more severe. It's total extinction, or certainly we have no record of where they are. So they will be broken into finer uh, rocks and pebbles. Uh, Yehuda, which is the smaller of the nation, however, they will be left with fragments of rock. The punishment will be less severe. Questions the Navi. Hayerutsun Basela Susim. Can horses race on top of a mountain of rocks? No, of course not. It's, it's not the natural form of, you know, horses galloping. In Yachros Rebekorin, can you plow with oxen on the top of a barren hill that is just rock? Of course not. Why? It's not teva, as Radak says. It's not the derech teva to do that. Therefore, I am going to change the teva as you have. You have reversed nature. You have made justice and mercy and righteousness like Lilana to Wormwood. You have just destroyed the concepts. What you have done by your unnatural behavior is tear apart the fabric of a society, a civilization that I gave you that had everything that was the envy of the world, and you just ruined it with your Gashmias, with your Avogazara, with your indifference to each other, with your exploitation of the poor. So now I am going to punish you by a complete reversal of nature. And no one is going to be able to say, well, this could be a natural occurrence. It is going to be so evident and visible it's the yacht of the Kaddish who people will know. Hasmechim l'lodavah, you who rejoice over nothing, who rejoice in your own indulgencies, but this could also uh, refer to incidents we had in Malachim Bays where Yehoram conquers part of what Assyria took at the very beginning of the conquest. He retrieves certain parts of the land. And so this, albeit a short survival period, nonetheless, he does score a victory. So says the Kodesh Baruch, you who were so overjoyed, and you said, did we not take these horns of victories by our own might, by our own strength? 
not even bothering to acknowledge the role of the Kaddish Baruch Hu. Concludes the Navi here, Ki hinini mekim aleichem beis Yisrael nom Hashem elokei atzlos, goi v'lohatsu esemil v'ochamos ad nachal ha'araba. What I am going to do is an enemy is going to come. Specifically, we're talking now about Assyria. And what they are going to do is oppress you. And they are going to scatter you from Hamas, which is the northwest corner, up to Bavel. And from there, Ad Nachal HaArava. Nachal HaArava is the southwest corner bordering on Egypt. So from the top of the nation to the bottom of the nation, I am bringing a nation that will destroy you completely, leaving no vestige. And so again, a sad ending. Tomorrow we are going to shift emphasis to a narrative, a brief historical narrative the prophet gives us. Um, 8.45 a.m. tomorrow, you will not want to miss it. Ad Khan.